It is. Uh, Which before we do, Mitch, I got to say, I love the shirt. Oh, thanks. I like your shirt too. <laughs> but more money a Nike shirt. I've never seen one of those. I definitely need to find out where you got it. I got it at the Nike store in uh, Vegas okay. years ago. It's perfect. Yeah. It, I saw it. I was like, gotta have it. <laughs> it's a giver. <laughs> you gotta have that for sure. Well, I think that's going to bring good luck to this show today. So let's talk some of these opening lines. Absolutely. We've got the Texans taking on the Panthers in, uh, in Thursday night action, you know, the, the Panthers 2-0 and to start the season, Matt Rule's team, haven't had the toughest schedule in the world, but they did take out the Saints, you know, who had yeah. beaten up the Packers who we saw last night. This is the NFL. There's never, you know, anybody can beat anybody on any given Sunday. There's not always continuity from week to week. Um the bounce back isn't always there. There's all these, you know, things that we need to remember that you need to treat every game unto itself and scrap just about everything else. That's what makes the NFL and the NBA the two toughest sports on the board. But um, anyways, the Texans plus seven and a half at home. The Panthers, you know, coming off that win against the Saints, you would think there would be a lot of action on them. And there has been um, moving the line from seven to seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyrod Taylor not starting this one, the uh, Texans going with Mills, who played well in that game against uh, the Browns, getting the cover for me. I know some other people that were on the other side of it, like everybody else on the morning show, but I'm not going to throw people <laughs> under the bus. But I was on the other side of it 100% all the way. So the Panthers opened at this thing at minus three is where the yeah. Westgate opened it. It shot to seven and a half, and now we're at eight in some places. Yeah, I don't I don't like the eight. I would like the seven and a half with the Panthers. I think this team has such a great defense. And I think that's what we're going to see against this Texans team. Um, this total is moving down as well. It opened at 45 down to 43 and a half is what I'm seeing. Um, and I think that's right. I think it should be a lower scoring game. Yeah, I, you know, I just don't see how, you know, we've seen this is the second time that the Texans have had a home game and it's the second time they've been a home dog in a spot where, you know, I could see them being a mild dog or pick them in this game the way that the Panthers have played. But, oh boy, that just seems to me like a lot of points, right? To be laying, to be. Especially at eight. Especially it's the Panthers. This is not the, you know, eight time defending Super Bowl champions or anything. Speaking of which, I saw a clip, and I didn't watch it last night, but I saw a clip from the Peyton Manning and Eli Manning show where Gronk was on, and they asked him if he watched, if he's ever watched film. He said no. He said like he'll watch <laughs> games and whatever. He said that he, he said the beauty of playing with Tom Brady is is that he knows he watches like fifty hours of film a week, and he could just ask him. <laughs> he's like, oh, I absolutely love that. Yeah, he's like, I, he goes, he goes. That's the beauty of playing with Tom Brady. He's like. Tom, who's covering me this week, and wh- yeah. what do I have to worry about? <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> and you know what? Eli and um, Manning did a really Peyton. good um, cover of that game last night, but I couldn't watch it to bring up that fact as well. Yeah, I gonna, couldn't watch the game between the two. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch it. Um, I'm gonna have to check it out. But I, apparently, it's supposedly you know a pretty good watch. But, it's meant to be hilarious, but I can't focus on the game. So. That's a different watch after for me. I don't watch the game with the sound, so it might be the it might be actually the right sound for me. So I struggle with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman and some of the other guys. <laughs> well, if if they were not live on the TV on the side, I think it would be much easier. But they're live on the side, and then my eyes get distracted um, of them talking and their movements, and I can't watch the game. I don't know. Very visual person. Well, I'm looking at this Texans game, and I'm trying to see like who the major injuries are. Maybe they just really don't like Mills um, here. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and I don't like Mills here in this situation either. Um, do you think there's any chance Deshaun Watson will be allowed to play? Well, I mean, there's always a chance, but it just says um, you know he's still listed as out indefinitely. I don't know. It's um, to me, it just seems like way too many points to be passing up on. I, I just I just can't get there, at least not at this point. I'm going to I'm going to go with the Texans as my early lean here and I'm with you on the under. I think it's going to be an under type game. Yeah, that is my early lean as the under. I don't like the amount of points here either, but I can't jump on the 
the Texans at all. Well, those of you that are joining us late, um, this is the uh, NFL Early Lines and Looks show. Uh, be sure to smash that like button. I made that little graphic. About, it took me about 10 seconds, so if you don't like it. Oh, I um, like it. <laughs> I, I made it. Just to, It took me about 10 seconds to make it, so I just threw it in there. I was, I was making the uh, the header for uh, the show, and I was like, yeah, what the hell? I've become a graphic designer <laughs> in my old age. It's like all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, I wasn't doing enough. I'll just become a graphic designer. But uh, well, we'll, have, we'll have more. You know, we'll have a lot more graphics coming up, and Joe's going to get involved as well. So we'll be able to mock her her, her work. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what the hell is that? It's like, isn't football spelled with, with an A somewhere in it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll spell it the, the football spelling. Well, we move on. We've got the Buffalo Bills hosting the Washington football team. Almost said it um, there. But it's Washington football team. Buffalo minus nine in this one. And this could be another defensive game. I could see yeah. this one being really hard hitting. I'm going to guess that the weather is starting to turn to fall weather in Buffalo at this time of year. So this is probably like a real football game at this point. But uh, Buffalo showing that maybe that first week a little bit of a fluke, or they just have Miami's number. Meanwhile, Washington doing what it took this time, but they've played in some, both their games have been very close. Oh, they absolutely have. And I'm seeing even um, 10-point favorites for the Buffalo Bills, which I'm taking Washington plus the points if I can get plus 10. I think they keep this tight because we are looking at under game, and it will be. I believe it's going to be 56 degrees I saw earlier today. Um, in Wash or in Buffalo for this game, I'm showing them at ten, but um, at plus money. So um, it's one of those ones where you could probably move it up to ten if you're if you have Buffalo and get an extra yeah. payout, and if you have Washington, probably take minus one twenty to get that ten points. But yeah, I think this one's going to be a competitive, hard hitting game. This is one that you know, as we get later into the week, well, we're going to talk about the NFL games a few times during the week. We're going to, of course, do our circa picks. Uh, we're going to do our our uh, other picks. Shoot, I didn't write down the timestamps, but uh, did you? No. No? All right, I'll get them. We'll, we okay. will get on this. I'll get it, though. Don't worry about it, because this one, we're at, um, let's see where we're at. So we're 11 minutes, so I'm just going to guess we started about the 10-minute mark. That's okay. Yeah. All right. We're all good. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that Washington uh, – I think Washington's going to play tough here. It's just a matter. The thing is, I don't think the offense can hang with Buffalo's offense to score with them. So it's a matter of them keeping them down. This game might be an avoid for me, even if we get into the double digits. We'll have to see, you know, as it plays out the rest of the week. Not sure um, status at QB for Washington as well. Looks like Allen is questionable. And, you know, Heineke is, is what we've seen. But um, Fitzpatrick's still out. That's really what I was looking for. And he is out indefinitely. I wonder if Washington makes a move for a quarterback at this point. They haven't I had think a, they absolutely have to. They haven't had a lot of luck, right? They just haven't had any. Maybe they get to Sean Watson since he's not doing anything. That'd be interesting. I think he's still a fantastic quarterback. Oh, so. he's, he's a great quarterback, but, you know, the – Usually, where there's smoke, there's fire. With the when there's allegations, so yeah. you know we're not going to convict anybody. I'm not in the legal profession, I'm not even close. I'm mm -hmm. usually on the wrong side of those things, but um, it it makes sense if he's going to go somewhere. Meanwhile, the Titans take on the Colts. Yeah. The Titans bounced back from that brutal beatdown against Arizona, beat Seattle on the road. Clappy had him dead to rights, and uh, they came roaring back on him. You don't see that very often. Derrick Henry, when they got the game you know, late and they needed it to happen, he did what we've seen him do throughout his career, rip off big runs when they're stacked against the run. Um, just I don't know how he does it. He kind of like powers through the line, and he kind of does this bounce move, right? And all of a sudden, it's like a bull in a china shop. He gets into the secondary, and there's no way those defensive backs can tackle him until they're like, eight, ten yards down the field, and there's just a ton of little smurfs on him, right? Like, trying to bring him down. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, just... <laughs> so true. Right? It's like, it always... It's, yeah. a, it's just... it's. 
I don't know how he does it. It's like normally at this point in NFL running backs careers, it's like they start to wear down, but we have not seen that from Derrick Henry um, this year. So now what have we heard of Wentz? Because the last thing I read, it's both ankles right now are questionable um, with sprains. And I'm looking at this early line. And if we can get the Tennessee Titans at home under a touchdown before they announce that Wentz can play, because we know this guy comes out no matter what. He plays hard, um, like really hard. He plays until he can't play no more. So um, if we can get the Titans at home under a touchdown, right now I'll take it before they say, okay, Wentz is playing and this line moves. I tell you, I wish we had our new pick dog site rolling in our new sports chat rolling because our injury list is so it's it's going to be i promise the first one that updates it is so cool the injury thing that we have it's like because it's it's meant to do that because of all the covid and everything that the people that have built it they've like you know been on the ball with it like just crazy amounts so it's like they have the injury thing down like like that, like even if they announce it like five minutes before the game, by the time it kicks like kicks off, we'll we'll have it. You know, it's nice. Like, yeah, I'm really excited. But these both these teams, you could tell we're already two weeks into the NFL season, heading into week three because these teams have an injury list a mile and a half long. This is a divisional game, and the Colts haven't um, won a game yet. I like it to stay inside the number. I think the number is too big, and I think uh, you know, I I, I think that even at five where it's been bet down to, I still like the Colts plus the points in this one. Okay. What do you think of the over in this one with two defenses that are allowing a lot of points? I think once again, you have a divisional matchup. So always tough to tell last year, um, the second matchup 45, 26 Tennessee um, in Indy. And we also saw, uh, 34-17 Indy last year. So Indy has won three, of the last five wow! between these two. But um, the two wins by the Titans were higher scoring games, but almost every one of the games between these two teams have been higher scoring in recent years. Since the last, the last three games went 48 points. The total in that one was 41 and a half. It went 48. The last game, uh, the first game last year was um, in November and that one, the total was 49 and a half, and it went over uh, 34-17. So it was a point and a half over. And then 51 and a half for the second meeting last year, 45-26. So it was over by 19 and a half points. Yeah, I think this is like a fight, like a heavyweight fight where, you know, the fighters have fought each other before. And then they, you know, the first, like, first couple rounds of that fight was a feeling out process. And this is one where they just drop them in the ring and all of a sudden it's like they pick up exactly <laughs> where they left off. And I think it's going to be that yeah. sort of game. I, I like okay. the over. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. So, um, let's see where we're at next. So we go to our next game and we'll go to the Giants and the Falcons. The Giants uh, still looking for their first win. The Falcons still work looking for the first win. <laughs> you know the way the new uh, and uh, the way the overtime rules are now with the ten minute yeah. overtime, where in the game could end in a tie. We could be looking at a tie in this one because both these teams. I think you could make an argument that they can't win a game. Uh, these are two teams that. You know, the thing is, the Giants, we've seen some, like, flashes out of them that make them almost look like a professional football team. And the Falcons, too, you know, (laughs) in that game against Tom Brady, they had a chance. They almost covered. Yeah. Um, Well, didn't almost cover. They were covering for for a couple minutes. I I would take uh, Daniel Jones and the Giants over this Falcons team. That Their defense is absolutely terrible. The turnovers have been, like, crazy for their offense as well. Um they're just so bad right now. I can't believe the Falcons are looking like this. They have to come out stronger. But I think the Giants, um, they've got some good corners. And I'm liking them way more than anything I've seen out of the Falcons. I think one of the things that that I always like to take into consideration, and I thought this of the, um, I thought this of teams 
in the past when Rivera was coaching the Panthers is when a team played the Panthers the next week, they were just a mess because it's kind of, they just got physically beaten up. And I think after yeah. playing Washington, I think even having, you know, the extra couple of days, I don't know. Cause the, the Giants, point. they just got just pulverized, you know, it's like, yeah, the, the game was close and all that stuff. But when you play against a Ron Rivera defense, I'm going to guess that the next day, the jacuzzi, you can't even get a spot. You probably got to take a number for the hot tub. Oh, I agree with you. You know, the defense is lights out. I'm gonna lean to uh I'm gonna lean to the Falcons here plus the points. I know it's probably a death march because you know the Giants will probably get some lousy call. And if you notice last night so last night when the Rams went for it on fourth down, I mean we were on the right side of this thing. But when they went for it on fourth down, they didn't get the completion. Do you think maybe they it could have been pass interference there? I mean they did ta- he did tackle the receiver and throw him to the ground. True. I, I mean, right? it's, very, green, very it's, true. it's Green Bay, it's Lambeau Field. I mean, they're obviously not going to get that call, right? Yeah. It's not going to – it's the Lions. You know, they're not going to get that call. But, boy, you know, the Giants would get that call, though. Yeah, that's very true. But, yeah, if Matt Ryan can't look good against the Giants' uh, defense, I think Matt Ryan is a guy that could have really used to change the scenery, like Matt Stafford. They're best friends. And I, I think that he could have used a change of scenery too. But like, you know, the issue is, is that he makes too much money that it's like when you, yeah. when you paint yourself into a corner that way, it's tough to get the, uh, it's tough to get, to get it. Those of you that are just joining us, this is, we, Joe and I, every week at this time on Tuesdays at three thirty PM Eastern time, we just go over the NFL schedule. We look at where the lines are. We know that the lines have been open, you know, earlier than this. And, you know, but we wait till Tuesday because this way Monday Night Football has been played. So we kind of have a better indication. Also, by Tuesday, a lot of the announcements have been made as far as, like, who's going to start at quarterback. Or we know where the question marks are going to be. Get a little bit more time to do it. And I know that means that maybe you miss something here or there. But I don't know. I don't think we've missed too much. No. Or in one in our no. circuit. Lines haven't made made too many changes. And uh, of course, tomorrow will be our office pool show. If you haven't graded your office pool pick from uh, last, from last week, you just go in and reply to your comment. And then on, uh, on, on Thursday, we'll do our Circa and uh, our Circa picks as well as Westgate. Where we got oh, I some, can't wait for that show. It's my we, favorite show. We got some wood to chop in the at the Westgate, but Circa, we're kind of we're right in the mix. It's early, you know, it's way early. So we got time in both of those to uh, pull away from the pack, and I think we might be getting a blue blazer. <laughs> Most definitely. The old blue blazer. Anyways, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the uh, Falcons here. At least in my early okay. lean. Just. This game, if it could be a tie, it'll be a tie. If it'll be a push, I mean, if there's a push game out there, to me, this one looks like it. We saw the Falcons a couple times last year step it up in similar spots, but they were a dome game. Like the game against the Vikings last year at Minnesota, they really stepped it up in that game. But it was a dome team going to a dome, and it was a dome thing going on. I don't know. It's This is one that, let's just say, it's not gonna. it's not going to get – preferential treatment on the televisions uh that book no and it's definitely one that i don't even think um i'll be touching well we have two teams that played in prime time last week and that is the lions and the ravens and the lions eight point home dogs in this one returning home uh, after kind of that debacle in the second half against Green Bay, we saw the Lions play really hard in the in the second half against the Niners. And then in this one, they carried over to the first half of this game. And then the second half, they scored zero points. So they scored, we saw them down, what, 31 to 10 with like two minutes left to go against the Niners, and they scored a boatload of points. They carried that over into Green Bay into the first half. So they've played... Two compl- they've played one really good game and one really bad game, but unfortunately, those were spread out among two games, and the other teams they were playing played a good game against them. So yeah. it ends up 0-2 there. And the Ravens, I mean, you want to talk about getting the gorilla off your back. Beating Mahomes on a, you know, at home in a night game like that was just a monster win for this team. 
they still have problems. I mean, you can't. It's like if you're a Ravens running back, it's like no one even wants that job. It's like you'll get hurt going to the candy machine in that one. But uh, yeah, I look at this one. That's so many points. You know, um, when this very first opened, the Lions were three and a half point favorites. It's now flipped. The Ravens are an eight point favorite, uh, seven and a half on some books. I don't know. I don't I don't like how high that number is. I think it's too high against the Detroit Lions team that we know. Yes, everyone says they were lucky to be able to hang with the Bucs, but they still hung with the Bucs. I mean, call me crazy, and I sat here, you know, last night, and I just trashed the Lions at halftime, right? I mean, they were winning. I trashed them. I called them out for, <laughs> for being the Lions and, and everything else. And, uh, but... I think it, I think here at eight, I think they have a shot to cover. I just think the Ravens are just too. I think the too public is is yeah. what you're saying. I'm not a public, you know, one of these public, not public people. Um, I leave that for the other smart betters or the wise guys or the guys that think they're the wise guys on these shows or whatever. And it's you know, I have a little different style in it. Like Joe and I had never worked together at all. We'd never done, you know, she never had me on her podcast or as a guest or anything on any of her shows. She never I, I know. Me. I don't know. She never asked me even once why. to be on that stuff. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> we'll take that up at another time. But <laughs> oh, this is coming back for. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens when Joe, we'll see what happens when Joe wants her own show on our YouTube channel. We'll see. It's like, am I going to be able to be a guest on that show? <laughs> She'll be like, well, we got a list. Here, so I don't, I don't know. It's kind of like, it's kind of like my, my dermatologist, right? It's like, ah, I can get you in next April. <laughs> it's like, it's, you have any doctor oh, like that where it's like, first guest I'd have on. Do you have that ever have like a doctor and it's like, they can squeeze you in like, and then look at things like, yeah. Like next June, <laughs> and yeah. then they ask you. Then it's always followed up by, "What time works for you?" <laughs> it's like <laughs> no idea. Why do they do that? I don't know. I have no clue. It's they. They always do it. But we look at the Ravens' rush defense, and it's sixth in the NFL right yeah. now, allowing seventy-two yards per game. Now, are they sixth? against the run because their pass defense is so bad or are they just really stout against the run and i'm gonna say it's because their pass defense is so bad um without without marcus peters in there humphrey's fantastic he's the best right i mean he's if he's not the best he's in the conversation but without marcus peters it leaves the other side wide open and you know, cover corners in their defensive. See, they have a, every team has a system, right? And it's like, I'm not an X's O guy. And I know that I fully admit I'm not a football coach. I'm never coached, you know, on any level, anything like that. But every team has a system, right? And this is their system. We run a three, four, and we have this scheme and Mm -hmm. we run a four, three, and we do this or whatever. So the Ravens have their system, right? So their system though involves having two cover corners, right? Humphrey and Marcus Peters, the two highest paid players on their team, right outside of Lamar Jackson. Well, the problem is, is when you lose Peters, these guys don't grow on trees, right? These cover corners. So you have somebody else in there. So what happens now is that you're running man coverage with a guy who can't cover man and you're getting beat. You're getting roasted on a regular basis and throw in that you've played against Patrick Mahomes now and, you know, Derek Carr, who's got, Everyone on his team seems to run a four two forty. Well, you're allowing three hundred seventy six yards through the air. This is what's happening. So teams know that they can exploit if they can get that man coverage open, and then they're also hitting them underneath with the tight end. That's what they do too. So it's like, can will the Ravens make an adjustment there on that corner, or and if they make that adjustment? Will the Lions be able to run the football? Because they have two good running backs. They do. I don't know. It's the, the Ravens need to make those adjustments. I'm sure that's exactly what they're looking at this week of how to make those adjustments, what they can do. Um, I'm more interested in the total on this one. 
total opened at 43 and a half. Yeah, exactly. It's gone up <laughs> nine and a half. Keep going over. And you over. Know what? Over. Yeah. Over. Take this one over all the way. Um, I would bet it right now at 49 and a half before it goes up further. I would also be looking at the team total for Baltimore because I am backing Baltimore stronger than the Lions to get more points. So I'd be taking their team total over as well. Yeah, we have the 31st ranked scoring defense in the Lions. We have the 29th-ranked scoring defense in the Ravens. We got problems, you know, on the defensive side yeah. of the ball. The Ravens are sixth against the rush. I'll give them that. But I also – I'm going to bet that they're probably sixth or fifth in rushing attempts against them because I think teams are just throwing on them exclusively. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yes. All right. Kind of got some something going on this one. Move on to our next game. And in this one, we've got – well, we're, we're going to have to pick up the pace a little bit. We, I get all excited so it happens. We've got, the, <laughs> we've got the Jaguars and the Cardinals. There's not a lot to be excited about here. The Jags, seven-and-a-half-point uh, seven dogs in this one at home uh, against the Cards. Yeah, in this one, you know, not loving it. Um, can the Jaguars get any worse? Cardinals, I'd be looking. Um, as soon as they hit the field, I'm looking at an over game for them. Um, the Jags' defense are allowing so many points. Cardinals can rack it up. Um, Got to take the Cardinals. What's the spread? Seven, you said? I can see it. Yeah, I definitely can see it. What about you, Mitch? Um. Yeah, I like the Cardinals in this one. I'm gonna. I think the Jags are the worst team in football. I, I mean, yeah. I, I think they're terrible. I think they're going nowhere. I have no faith in them. I know that you know other people on our morning show have a lot more faith in them than I do. But until I see them actually be, do something productive, I think what you have is a rookie quarterback now against that defensive line that we've already seen be absolute home wreckers. Um, I think that they're in big. I think the Jags are in big trouble here. I think it's just a bad spot, and the Cardinals. Chance to go to three and zero, you know, really make a, a claim. If you go to three and zero, and then you go, you know, pretty much five hundred the rest of the way, you're a playoff team. Oh, for sure. So, and I think we're going to see that out of the Cardinals. There's not they're a lot. Of, there's win. not a lot of undefeateds left. You know, just three weeks into the season, I don't think the Cardinals go down here. Yeah. We move on to the next one. We got the Chiefs and the Chargers. Uh, these teams, well, they know each other extremely well. The Chiefs at home now after losing last week on on uh, Sunday night and really one of the better games that you'll see. Um, we'll sit here and rag the Ravens, you know, pass defense all you want, but it's still the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. And uh, you got the Chargers who, boy, you know, just when you think that they're ready to take that next step, you know, yeah. they get beat at the Story buzzer. Story of their lives. The thing is, is that this is the way that we're used to seeing the Chargers lose you know yeah. is in this style of games yeah absolutely you know the mistakes in the red zone have been killer for the chargers and um casey i believe probably will win this game but you know what these matchups are tight and um the chargers normally come out getting that first half win and the Chiefs come and just get it done in the end i would take the chargers plus the points in this i wouldn't be um, high on KC to cover six and a half, getting a full touchdown at home even against the Chargers divisional rivals. Yeah, I like, um, ooh, this is a tough one. Really is I tough. like high scoring. Yeah, I, th I, 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 I think I'm going to have to go, go against your Chargers here, Joe, and take the Chiefs. Okay. I just think they bounce back. I, I think get, having to lay less than a touchdown. But, you know, you're seeing a huge, huge amount of public action here on the Chiefs early and a dropping yeah. line. So somebody probably knows some, something. Uh, I'm going to probably stay away from this thing. Yeah, I probably won't bet it because I've bet for my Chargers and they lost and I bet against my Chargers and they won. So I'm not going to bet my Chargers and then hopefully they just keep winning. I think the Chargers have changed the culture. I think yeah. they have changed the culture. You see, you know, over the last few years, you know, they've made big changes. When you change your quarterback and your head coach, you, you have stepped in the direction of changing the culture. Um, I think 
I think they should have held on to Melvin Ingram, but that's just me. Oh, yes. You know, that's so true. Yeah. I think, you know, I thought I, I've felt that since he's come into the NFL, he's been the the most underrated player. And I think that when they draft, I think what, if I'm Ingram, you know, and, and obviously I haven't even heard him say anything at all, but my guess is when people started, when they drafted Boza and they started saying that he was the best player on the chargers before he'd ever even played a game. And they also said that he was the best player on that defense. I would have been offended if I'm Ingram because he had cle- he clearly was the best player on that defense. I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't know. He absolutely was. Right. And it's just like, I thought it was disrespectful the way he was treated in that. Yeah. It completely was. I got to use the emojis. Did you see that in the comments? Yeah. I'm looking at, I'm looking at that. I'm like, wow, do am I allowed? Do I get to use them too? I wonder. I probably do. I got all excited. I was like, yeah, I can use the emojis. Wow. I didn't even know awesome. that we could, well now you can, I'm going to teach you how to make emojis and you'll be able to add them as well. Yeah. So it's super exciting. You guys let us know what kind of emojis you want other than the mint jelly. Other than the mint jelly. Yeah, because that's already coming. Yes. <laughs> but we could also change out some of the other emojis and then change them, yeah. whatever. Be a lot of fun. Okay, which game do you want to talk about next? Next, we're going to move to the game between the Bears and the Browns. Uh, the Browns here are favored by seven points. It opened at seven and a half. You know, the Bears... They did get the win against the Bengals last week to get into the win column. And the Browns, well, bounced back from that loss to uh, the Chiefs, but did not cover in, in their game against the Texans, who are a much better team than people give them credit for. I, I'm, I'm going to say it again. But without Jarvis Landry in, in the lineup, then, you know, um, it's kind of lost. Uh, Baker Mayfield's kind of lost that security blanket of, guy that he knows can just catch anything. Andy Dalton, doubtful for this one, for the uh, Bears, which I know Joe thinks is a good thing for the Bears. To me... Except for when I saw Justin Fields out the other week, or this <laughs> past weekend, right? We all thought he was going to come out and do much better. He almost lost in that game. Yeah, he looked like a rookie. He looked like yeah, a rookie. He, did. He, looked, yeah. he, looked like, he looked exactly like a rookie. Um, I'm going to... I think the, I think the Browns are just I think that defense against Justin Fields is the issue here. And I think, yeah. you know, while Justin Fields is an Ohio State guy and, um, you know, generally you think, well, oh, he's an Ohio State guy, then he's from that area and, you know, he's playing, in, you know, against Cleveland. It's a homecoming. But it's really not because Justin Fields is actually transferred to, into Ohio yeah. State from Georgia. So it's not, you know, <laughs> he, he's not. Oh, <laughs> it's, he is <laughs> But he isn't, you know, it's not like, you know, some of the other Ohio state guys that are just, you know, they're Ohio guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, and you know, the bears have a solid defense, good run game, but I just can't get behind Justin Fields with how bad he looked the other day. I've been screaming for him to come out instead of Andy Dalton. Um, it's obvious now why they're putting Andy Dalton out at first. We I, weren't seeing that. I don't before. think there's ever a problem with letting a rookie quarterback sit for a little while. I just yeah. don't, you know, I, I, and learn, especially, you know, Dalton might not have the skill set that he had years ago, but at the same time, he is a veteran. He does know his way around. And just the way that you see a veteran player, you know, the way they travel from city to city, the way that they, you know, in the locker room, the way they warm up, the way they prepare, the way they, all those things. It's, you know, there's there's something to learn from these guys, you know. There's something to to learn. Yeah, I've got to get behind the Cleveland Browns. I think they're just going to be too much defensively for – um, the Bears this week. I think so as well. I think that might be one of our circa picks, if depending on what line, what the number is. Um, we've got like the it. Patriots and the Saints. The Saints looking for the uh, looking for the comeback uh, after last week. They have been the Jekyll and Hyde of uh, of the NFL. I mean, blowing out the Packers in Week One and then getting stomped by the Panthers. <laughs> Jameis Winston looked lost. And the Panthers figured out, and, you know, the Panthers, I mean, they have a lot of leftovers from Ron Rivera, so they have some really good defensive players on that team, too. And they figured out a scheme that they could get to Winston basically unblocked on a sprint. And when that happens, he's just a deer in the headlights. He's not going to um, be at his best. He needs time in the pocket to to get it done. So I I think... um, 
you know, the Patriots, Bill Belichick up against Jameis Winston is a really bad matchup for him. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Belichick knows how to scheme against these quarterbacks. And, you know, we look at uh, Jameis Winston and he seems to panic and just throw it up and just hope someone can get that jump ball. And this isn't a situation he wants to be in playing against New England. I think um, Mac Jones is playing a solid run game too, passing it off. And I'm looking for New England to come out and cover this three points. I think they do it. I think Belichick definitely will have... Um, the Saints and Winston's number in this matchup. Takes us over to Pittsburgh, where the Steelers are taking on the Bengals. Uh, you know, the Steelers traditionally own the Bengals, and uh, they pretty much eat their lunch on a regular basis. Um, the Steelers, <laughs> three-and-a-half-point favorites in this one, really looked bad against the Raiders. I think you could say that the Raiders looked good in that game, but you could also say that the Steelers looked really, really bad bad in that game and uh you know it'll be interesting to see what happens with that as well um you know how much of it was that but i do know that you know we look at the steelers against the bengals traditionally it has not been a good matchup for the bengals last year they finally broke the seal in the second game it was their first win in at least their last 10 against the steelers they beat them yeah um, in Cincinnati, but before that, 36-10 Pittsburgh, 16-10 Pittsburgh, 27-3 um, in Pittsburgh. All the games in Pittsburgh have been pretty one-sided. Oh, for sure they have. And you know what? I think we are looking at Big Ben's last year, but I think he comes out and gets it done. Um, against this Bengals team, who Joe Burrow's, isn't shining. His offensive line is still terrible. They haven't given him any protection. Um, and he's another quarterback. He needs more time. So their defense, it sucks. Can I say it sucks? Their defense sucks. Um, I think Pittsburgh comes out and gets this win, especially at home. Um, there's definitely holes in their secondary, but I, I don't think the Bengals are going to expose too many of them. I think we need to watch, um, you know, the the Steelers and see if they maybe take a different tact um, offensively in this game. I think they leaned a little too much on Roethlisberger last game. Steelers dead last in rushing the football, and they're generally a team that you know de- that leans on the run. Um, you know, Big Ben has a has a tendency to take like a third and one and throw like a forty yard pass down the field, and it, it does work out for him from time to time. But I think at a certain point, you know. It, it might not be in the team's best interest. Yep. Yeah, and we still got uh, TJ Watt. I know one player doesn't change the game completely, but he is still questionable with that groin injury. And for me, if I'm the Steelers, I leave him out of this game, make sure he's fully rested for their next. Yeah, that probably is the way to go in this one. Yeah. We've got Denver finally getting home for their home opener, uh, leading the AFC West. And, uh, you know, aside from being their their home opener, they get the Jets. So it's <laughs> kind of uh, kind of a double double down here. So, yeah. So I, I know I've been had hard on Zach Wilson, but he has no weapons. Like I watched that last game. He has no one to get the ball to. Um, their defense is playing OK, though, for the Jets. The offense that just completely is destroying this team. But Denver is playing way too strong. I think they get this home um, a win, especially for the home opener. Denver has always been tough at home. It's just a very yeah. tough building. It's going to be loud. It's the home opener. There hasn't been fans in the stands there for quite some time. Um, so they're they're hungry for it. And, of course, the Broncos return home 2-0. Um, and oh. You know, winning on the road in the NFL is tough. You know, so it's yeah. like you got to figure, you know, Denver has a great home field advantage. They're 2-0, and two road games. They are really sitting in the catbird seat to make it to the playoffs. Teddy Bridgewater is looking is looking pretty good. Yeah, it's just another miserable spot for the Jets. I don't love this 10.5 points. Uh, Denver played in a lot of close games last season. I don't, I don't love the 10.5. I like Denver. I'm going to hope that it drops a little more. Some big New York money comes in or something. That one's got a 4.05 Eastern time start, so that'll be part of our late um, halftime show along with the Raiders hosting the Dolphins. 
this one, once again, more injury problems on the way for the Dolphins with Tua uh, carted off the field last week and Jacoby Brissett stepping in. He didn't look so good. Yeah, give me the Raiders all the way. I think they continue momentum. I think they're going to be one of these teams. Everyone's like, everyone expected a hard schedule to start for the Raiders. They are going to be 3-0. and um, I don't see Miami with Tua out. And I can't remember uh, Kobe Bissett. Is that their backup J- quarterback? J- Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett. He played yeah, with the I Patriots and then the Colts. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think he'll be able to get it done. I didn't like what I saw out of him the other day. Um, Tua is still questionable with his ribs. I think he doesn't come back um, for this game. So I'm giving it to the Raiders all the way in this one. It's going to be a great game. I'm going to have to go with the Dolphins in this one. I think the Raiders are really, um, you know, I know they're feeling it. I know all those things about it. But I think this is going to be a close game. And I think that giving the Dolphins this many points, especially if Tua plays, you have to remember that um, you have to remember that Las Vegas is the ninth island, and Tua, you know, being from Hawaii, playing in Vegas, he's going to have a lot of fans there. I know people that are going to the game, you know, just for that. And of course, if Mariota was in for the Raiders, it would well hell would break. You know, the whole, the whole, <laughs> it'd be a great time to go to Hawaii because no one would be here. Um, but I think that uh, in this one, I like the Dolphins to at least keep it close and competitive. I think they're going to be competitive in this one. And Who I do think they both have on deck. Dolphins have. Oh, Raiders have Chargers. The Dolphins have. Colts. The Colts? Yeah. So, I mean, there's no easy games in the NFL, that's for sure. You know no, I mean? but Raiders have a divisional matchup coming up. and that, But it's a Monday nighter at the Chargers. That's Yeah. So this might be a look-ahead look spot for the Raiders in this one, actually. Wow. Tampa Bay at, at uh, New England. Tom Brady returns back to, uh, to Foxborough. That's I can't wait for this. Steelers, Packers. Boy, that's like two of the wildest fan bases. <laughs> Ravens Broncos. Wow, what a card for uh for next week. Yeah. What a really I mean all every game on the board looks good next week as far as from a fan perspective. There's not a slouch in the bunch. Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks, Niners. Just every game looks good. Yeah. Everything. And so with the Raiders playing the Chargers on deck, I'm gonna do Miami and the points as well. I think it's a good call in the situation with them having a Monday night game for a divisional rival coming up. Especially preparing for their second Monday night game. We've got the Vikings hosting Clappy and and the Seahawks <laughs> here. Uh Clappy, you know, they let it slip away. It's it was unclappy like, you know, <laughs> what happened to them. But uh they got they, you know, they look to bounce back here on the road at at Minnesota, which to me is one of the toughest buildings in all of the NFL. The Vikings just two point home dogs in this one opened at plus one, but they were the Vikings were just two and six at home last season. And this is a team that you know, traditionally is, is the other way around. I'm going to have to, I think I'm going to take the Vikings here to take out Clappy. I would love to see it. I absolutely would. Um, I'm not a Seahawks fan. I am looking at the over in this one. I'm liking the number I'm seeing. It has gone up from 51 to 55 and a half. Yes, it's high, but I think you have a shootout battle. Um, I think there's holes in both of their defenses, and this number is going to be a really high total. I think it will be the highest total of the week. I think it definitely has a chance to to be up there as well. I think maybe that's the better play. At at two, you know – I could see the Seahawks winning by one. I could see this being a one-point game. Yeah. I could see this being one of those. So the Rams uh, opened up as two-point favorites against Tampa Bay. And uh, they are now uh, one-point dogs. This is the exact thing that happened. It's the exact line movement that happened when the Rams played the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And here it is, Tom Brady again. Mm. And... um, (laughs) It's the same thing happened. The Rams opened as the favorite and it quickly went right through zero. And now the Bucks are favored on the road at SoFi. 
I don't even know what to think of this one. We've got two solid offenses, two solid defenses. I don't know. All I know is it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I think this one is I've one. I've got no opinion on side. This one, I think I'm with you. I think we we have a lot of time to go over it, and um, maybe we find an angle. I think I'm going to need, really need to dig into that one but because I know a lot of people are going to want to know our opinion on it. So we'll have to – but maybe by the Westgate contest or tomorrow when we're yeah. doing the office poll, we can at least maybe get a side um, for each yeah, of us. Yeah, we won't roofalo it. Yeah, we won't roofalo that game. That's for sure. <laughs> we'll just pass on it today. We move to... Oh, people are saying Gruden does not look ahead. I, I would say he doesn't look ahead. But at the same time, it's, you know, to the Chargers game. But at the same time... The Dolphins aren't going to lay down. They have a good defense too, and you know it's it's going to be a good game. That Dolphins Raiders, I could see it being a back and forth type game. I can see it. So could I. We got the Niners hosting the Packers. Boy, Aaron Rodgers. If there's a place that he plays bad, it is in San Francisco. It's where he's from. Uh, he still has that grudge against the Niners for not drafting him. Uh, you know, they show it every single time, the clip of him getting drafted and saying, are you disappointed not being, you know, on the Niners? And he said, not as disappointed as they're going to be for not drafting me. They show it every single time. Uh, but it usually ends up on the wrong side of it and really lopsided scores um, yeah. in recent years, too. Like, really lopsided. Um, when we look back at that last one, that championship game, these were Oh, boy, it's a prime timer again. These were some of the toughest half times I've ever had to do, and I can only hope that he doesn't do it to me again. Last time they met, it was 34-17, but that game, the other game that I was talking about was 37-20. to It was not that close. The halftime that I had to sit here for, which was just gruesome, the score was at halftime, it was 27 to nothing. And I have to sit wow. here and do the halftime show with you guys. Then um, the other one that we had to do was, yeah, this it was, that was just not a fun thing. I love doing the halftimes, but when the game is like that, it is just brutal for me. Then the game before that was also, it was the same situation. It was a night game like this, and that game was 23 nothing at halftime. So that's why I always I always use that as the example of the half times that I hate doing. Um, it was the Packers Niners those two games twenty three nothing twenty seven nothing. There's there's nowhere to go. You know when Aaron Rodgers is bad, he is bad. Oh, does he finally get revenge on these guys? No, I think he's going to have a flip flop first couple of weeks. You know we saw him big loss, great win last night. I think we see him um, just lose this one. And a frustrating loss for him. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Rogers this time. At least I'm going to lean in that way early. Um, I think he finally gets gets it done. We saw, you know, the Ravens finally get it done against the Chiefs this week, and I think you know maybe we see Aaron Rodgers finally get a little bit of redemption. We go to Monday night and just another good Monday night. Sometimes these Monday nights, you know, end up being these lousy games because they plan them so far in advance and they don't flex. They don't. They don't flex like they do uh, the Sunday night game. But we got the Cowboys hosting the Eagles. The Cowboys, you know, one and one. But really, they played Tom Brady. They had, they took him to they took him to the mat in that one and had a had a chance to win late. I mean, you're not gonna you know you're not gonna beat Tom Brady if you give him a half a second on the clock in the ball. But um, then you have the Eagles in this one who looked pretty good in Week One, and then last week against the 49ers looked pretty ordinary. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at this one. Give it give it to the Cowboys in this. I don't know. The the four is scaring me. I'm seeing it down to three and a half on some. I would wait on this one to see if more money comes in on Philly and you can get Dallas at a minus two and a half even. I think they win this one by a field goal. Yeah, I think I'm I think um It's a hard one. It is a tough one. I could see this being a really hard-fought, close game. I'm, I'm going to yeah. lean to the Eagles early. It's early. We have plenty of time to go to go over it. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go with the Eagles plus the points. Okay. So. What do you think of this total? 
total of 52. We just saw the last Eagles game at only, what was, 17 to 11. Super low scoring against uh, the Falcons. They won that one 32 to 6. Cowboys are coming off higher scoring games, though. 20 to 17 with the Chargers, 29 to 31 with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Oof. It's a hard number. I don't like this 51-52. I like the under. I just think that yep. these divisional games, this game could be 19-16. You know, mm-hmm. I could see it being, you know, a lot of field goals, a lot of having to settle. Um, I don't see a lot of big plays, but I've been wrong before, right? Not often. Well, often enough. <laughs> I'm not, I, I wish I was one of those guys who just always win, um, but I'm not. I don't know where those guys, those guys, none of them seem to be in our office pool. That's for sure. (laughs) But anyways, that wraps up our show. We got it done. We covered it in about under an hour, but we appreciate everyone who tuned in. We'll be back. uh, We'll be back tomorrow for our office pool show. Um, Right now, like I said, just go back into your office pool picks. Make sure you grade them. Um, if you don't grade your picks, you're not eligible to win, regardless of what your thing is. And you have until 3.30 tomorrow Eastern time, but um, the earlier the better. Gives me time to declare a winner. And I believe, regardless, I think whoever wins, I think they beat us. So um, I, I think I see. went, what did I go? 11, 12. I had one. You had I the bills. You had the bills. I have one, I have two, so many notes from last week. Three, three, four, five, six. Seven. Eight. Nine. I was I had nine. I had twelve. Twelve and fifty-five points. Wow. You would have, would have got a free consensus report with congratulations thank you but the okay winner. guys make sure you join us tomorrow morning thanks everyone for joining us uh we'll be back tomorrow morning like as usual for at um three at 11 a.m eastern time and then tomorrow 3 30 for the office pool show thursday we'll be doing our circuit contest picks we'll be picking against the spread again tomorrow of course just straight up thanks everyone for joining us we appreciate each and every one of you Make it a winning night, and be sure to check out the drive-thru at 6 p.m. Eastern Time here as well on our Pick Dogs channel.